Previously, on The Last Tapestry. Alora, how many enforcers did you want at the uh, museum tomorrow? And there's a silence. Probably not too many. No one really knows about tomorrow, so I don't imagine we'll need too much reinforcements. Hopefully, Piper comes with her own, and they cut out. And that's it for that. Museum? Piper. Amarath mentioned a Piper. Some idol of his that was looking into the rifts. You know? Oh no. <laughs> we, should, we should go check out the museum. Uh, why? For whatever they're doing. Oh. They just said there won't be that many enforcers. Uh. Okay. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to sneak into the head detective's office and take his cold cases and all of his cases so that I could go back in time and stop them from happening. Solve all the crimes before they happen. Exactly. I like it. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. But what of the web already woven for us? What of the fate that has already been decided? If our predestined path is blighted, what then? Surely you would think there would be some way to change that. finally drifted off to sleep, but it isn't an easy sleep by any means. In stopping by the Circus of Dreams, you came close to a dream wraith, and only now do you truly understand what that might mean. So first off, can I get everyone to roll perception at disadvantage? I got a three. I got a 21. I got a 17. Okay, so Elijah, you are deep in the teeth of one of your greatest fears, dark and open water stretching on as far as you can see. You're left floating there in all the pressure and airless space, and soon you hear a voice from all around you. It burbles like a drowned spirit. The voice you remember is more false. I can give you anything you've ever dreamed about. Why would you reject that? His voice, however, is cut off as you feel a rough hand on your right arm, painfully digging into it. Over your shoulder, you can see the shadowy form of Atlas through a torrent of bloody water that ushes up from where your arm used to be. And he says... It doesn't matter how much distance you put between yourself and what you're running from. It might be gone, but you'll always feel the pain of it, in quiet moments when you're all alone. Just what are you running from, Elijah? And do you think it will help you? And suddenly there is a crash from the kitchen. It's not terribly loud, but it is loud enough to wake you from your fitful sleep. Gosh, you got the 21. Okay, that's what that was for. So, for 21, you see... Uh, Ezra is in the kitchen, and he was buttering a piece of toast, but he has dropped the plate into the sink, and it is broken, I guess, uh, which is very graceful. 
I rolled for this beforehand, and let me tell you, he is just wowing me with his monk prowess. So that's the situation you find yourself in. You're in the kitchen with Ezra, who is looking at you guiltily. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I did not... I, um... It's early. I... It's bad... Bad night of sleep in the car. I woke you up. I'm sorry. No, no. It's... You know, honestly, I was glad to be woken up. Wasn't having a great sleep. You, uh... Where are you headed off to this morning? Uh... Roll persuasion. No. With advantage. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, that's much better. <laughs> those those scores on the dice were a two and then a nineteen. Oh boy! Um, so really at the opposite ends of the spectrum. Truly. Okay. Um, so total, that's going to be twenty five. Okay. He just says, uh, "I'm just, I've got some personal things to do today. Um, I mean, I." I I don't know. It's nothing. It's nothing important to do with jazz or anything. Okay. Um. I just. I. I guess I wanted to ask if you wanted to come with us to the museum. I don't mean to interrupt your plans. Although bear in mind, the world does end tonight. I know. Um. I've been thinking about that. I promise. It's part of what uh made the sleep not so great. Um. Uh, the existential dread part. That. That. I just. I don't pay attention to that part. <laughs> it's fine. You get over it quick. Um, I'll have to just trust you on that one. Um, but anyway, um, well, I would love to join you at the museum, but I just don't know if, if I'll get the time to. I mean, I will try. Oh, you know, trying's good. I'd appreciate it. Um, I guess if you get the time, that's where we'll be. Unless we get arrested doing the police thing, and then we'll be in jail um but it's fine because the world ends um, <laughs> the world doesn't end. yeah don't even have to pay bail <laughs> um yeah you know if you if you get a chance to to meet up with us around seven thirty or so we'll probably go sit on a roof and watch the world end so <laughs> that invitation's open it's pretty it's pretty if you don't mind the death right <laughs> after <laughs> um I'll do my best to put that out of mind. Thank you, Elijah. Yeah, just don't think about that part. <laughs> I'll do my best. I'm glad I caught you. Uh, I wanted to get your opinion on uh, something. Well, and he reaches into his uh, uh, vest pocket and pulls out the contract that Nevi ga- gave him, and he kind of like holds it out to Ezra. He's like, you seem to know more about these uh than i do so i was just hoping if you had any if you had any insights on it i mean mona took a look but um as far as i know this was her first devil contract she's ever seen um unless they do weird things in her tower i guess i haven't asked (laughs) uh i i can take a look at it yeah and he i mean he takes it from you and he rolls a 23 um, so as he's looking over it, he seems concerned, and he says, I, th- I think what's strangest about this to me is that Asmodeus doesn't make a lot of packs. He doesn't need souls, so I don't know what Asmodeus would gain from from having this with you. Oh, you know, now that you mention it, that is... I guess I assumed this that my soul was the thing he'd want. 
But if that's not the case... And there's this, like, clause in there, right? It's like, uh... The contract is for the... Give him the power to do whatever for the betterment of the city as long as it doesn't, like, conflict with Asmodeus's plans. Is that how it is? Yes. Um, Ezra kind of mulls that over and he's like, I should have asked what his plans were now that I think about it. I believe you just referred to yourself as Ezra. Oh, shit. Elijah said, <laughs> it's a fear I've always harbored in my heart that I would get their names mixed <laughs> <I'm> up. sorry. <laughs> Elijah says, um... I guess I should have asked, now that I think about it, what it was that he wants, so I'd know how bad it would be to do this. Well, I guess I will cross that bridge when I come to it. Okay. We'll just be careful about it, alright? I I mean, normally, these things can be pretty lasting. So, I, I mean, I trust you to be giving it the proper gravity, the proper thought, but I just don't know. Um, I'm just worried about. Does it seem like a bad idea? Insofar as every devil deal is a bad idea, generally, yes. But sometimes they're useful. So, that's up to you. Yeah. You know, that the usefulness aspect is really weighing on my mind. I'm thinking... Uh, I'm thinking I might meet up with Nevi and just sign the thing so I could get some answers out of him. Do not tell the girls. I do not think they would like that. Um, but I'm not going to tell them. Um, <laughs> Why would I tell the girls? I uh, just take them aside like, I think Elijah's going to talk to Nevi. I don't, you yeah. two strangers who I hardly know. <laughs> you know, I don't... I just, I just wanted... If you run into us later and you're like, how'd that sign in a devil deal go? And I haven't done it yet. I didn't want them to be like, Elijah, because that's what they'll say. <laughs> right. Well, I'm uh, not, I'm not a knock, so. I like that about you. I know you're not. About that, uh, non-detection potion. And he pulls that out too. He's like, do you, uh, you need these for something? You just like the taste of them? Uh, I mean, I I do like the taste. And give me a persuasion roll. That'll be a 23. There's someone who can find me unless I use it. So I prefer to use it. Right. Well, um, and he kind of hands that to him. He's like, this seems more important for you than me then. So I appreciate you giving it to me before. But you should probably have that. Thank you, Elijah. That's kind of you. Certainly. Hey, one more thing before you leave. Uh, he's just, like, trying to, like, get ready to go. <laughs> he just, like, he, like, starts again and he stops again. Hey, just one more thing. Uh, okay. You mind helping me uh, strap this shield up on my shoulder? I can do... I'll, I'll do... <laughs> I'll do my best. So... For a 13, uh, he's able to reasonably strap the shield onto your shoulder so that it can protect you again. So you get your 2AC back. Yay. Yay. Okay. He's going to need that. Oh, I am For certain. For all the fights he starts. Oh, boy. He definitely will, this boy. Okay. Uh, Desdemona. I need you to do a dream roll. 
And this will be where you roll a d20 and add your intelligence modifier. Now to describe this new mechanic, you get the opportunity to roll before you have a dream. And based on the quality of the roll, your dream will be that much more clear to you and more informative about the path in front of you. So from zero to 10, you have a distant dream where you can get as much as you might see as a distant observer. It's a little foggy and easy to write off. From 11 to 20, you get an auger's dream, which is a dream where you can put together key details from what you observe, but it's up to you to piece them together. And 21 to 24 is an oracle's dream, and from this you'll receive a vivid dream with a key piece of information that will provide insight into situations you would not have gotten through normal play. Dream roll, please. No! Leave it! Ah! <laughs> I remember I asked for a drum roll one time, and Bianca was like, I'm not going to do that because that would be audio hell. I give no such courtesies. I see that. All right, uh, 13. Okay, so that is an auger's dream. You're in a room that you don't recognize, and in front of you there is a strange mirror set into a gyroscope. And the mirrored surface is pointed toward the ceiling. You look into it, and you see a pair of forms within the mirror. You see Ezra holding someone from behind, a knife pressed into their throat. He's saying something to them, but you can't hear him or even take an extra moment to try to, because as you see this, suddenly you hear him in the room right next to you. And he puts a hand on your arm and basically spins you toward him, away from the mirror, and he says, What did you see? And then you wake up, and you hear a crash from the kitchen. Okay, I go into the kitchen. Cool. And I just like to point put out there that she is a summer Eldrin this morning. Excellent. Thank you. So in the kitchen, you see Ezra strapping a shield onto Elijah's shoulder and doing a pretty okay job of it. Better and than average. Better than average. And Ezra's just like, oh, you you too, huh? I'm I'm sorry to wake you this early. Um, you're welcome to food in the anything you'd like. There's eggs, it's toast, butter. Just, just butter. <laughs> uh, um, she's like, oh, thank you. That is the least you could do after waking me. Uh, Mona. <laughs> thank you. That's very nice of you. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I suppose it's um, valid. And no, no, it's your home. I just had. It is his home. That's true. <laughs> he let you stay in his home. That was very rude. I, I hadn't, it doesn't matter. Okay, uh, well, I wanted to give you guys something before I left for the day. Um, I'm, I'm about to take off, but um, I have some things that might be helpful to you, as long as you, I guess, don't think too long about where I acquired this. And he gives uh, Mona a spell scroll. Does she look it over? Yes. Okay. As far as you can tell, it is the spell for uh, Find Vehicle, which can uh, summon a vehicle, I believe it's in 10 minutes. Yes. Of, um, I believe it's Celestial Fiend or Fae origin? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's it's pretty wild, but now that is a thing you can do. You can summon a vehicle. Thank you. I'm sorry I was so rude earlier. Now I feel like a real, <laughs> a real bee, if you don't mind my, pardon my French. <laughs> Is that French? (laughs) He looks to Ezra helplessly. Is that French? No, but uh, it's fine. You're welcome. Um, And he gives Elijah his golden feather earring. And he's just like, this one, I mean, don't don't take offense or anything, but you seem to be having a rough 
time. Am uh, I having a rough time? <laughs> Am I having a rough time? This will make you a little luckier, I-, I-, I think. It's worked for me in the past. And as soon as you take it, you can feel the effects of it. Attunement be damned. <laughs> and now you have the lucky feet. So you feel in- intensely lucky. I suppose at least, what is it, three times a day? Three times a day. Okay, <laughs> yeah. That's better than his luck before. That's true. Which was whatever the opposite of that is. But the moment someone rolls a one, I need you to tell me uh, so that I can explain the other mechanic. Oh, boy. I will tell you as soon as I roll a one because I will be the first. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm I'm certain of it. <laughs> um, yeah. Elijah takes that. He's just like, oh, thanks, Ezra. That means, it means a lot to me. I appreciate that. Hopefully this means I get to keep my other arm today. We'll see. Don't don't joke about that. I'm I'm sure you'll be fine. Got a joke to get through it sometimes, you know. But no, honestly, I do appreciate that. That's very thoughtful. Well, I, I hope it helps. And he takes his flower crown that he had been wearing the night before, and he hands it to, uh, I guess Mona, and he's just like, "Can you get this to um, Delhi, please?" Uh, oui? It. I mean, it's not much for right now i mean it kind of it helps me out when i'm performing i don't know if she's got any performances today but um you know I'm, I'm going to teach her a song whenever we get a moment i just don't want to wake her up right now i'm sure she will appreciate it thank you on her behalf sure and um and then he like he just gets his coat on he's like i really do have to to book it though so um i will see you guys later at the museum yeah see you at the museum okay great and he walks out the door. Deli, you are still sleeping. Like a little baby. And Mona and Elijah are in the kitchen. We should make Deli breakfast in bed. Because she did that for me once, and it was nice. <laughs> right? Aww. Okay, yes, let's do that. Are you any good at, in the kitchen? I'm okay. I mean, I've, I've cooked before. It's just breakfast. It's about the easiest meal anyone could cook. That's true. <laughs> We cook her breakfast in bed. Aww. <laughs> okay. So before the smell of breakfast wakes her up, she is dreaming. And Deli, you are standing out on the moonlit coast of Oshana. It is a city that looks out on the ocean, and from certain shores you can see the lights of Cascada, glittering green beneath the softly rolling waves. You aren't sure which street you're walking down, but you recognize it. And through the alleys, you hear the echo of a song that is achingly familiar to you. The way it carries on the breeze gives you the comfortable feeling of a lullaby. A collection of notes that you know subconsciously. They come to you as you pass a building you know. The city hall where Archon Yocasta sits. She's done a lot for your family financially, but you never really knew her. At least not until you passed by the government building one night and heard a song softly coming from a window. It could have been a dream or a true memory. It's hard to say. But naturally, the dream slowly ebbs away and you awaken to the smell of your friends cooking breakfast for you. Marjorie sits straight up, and and she's just like, they're making breakfast for us. Or possibly just you. All I heard was breakfast for Deli, uh, which might mean I am not included in uh, that. Why wouldn't you be included, Marjorie? I lit a monastery on fire, and it has been oh. weighing upon my soul. No, I, it's fine. They're fine. I'm sure it's going to be fine. You, that doesn't mean you don't deserve breakfast. Right, but what if it does? What if they're like making me breakfast, but they're thinking on the inside Marjorie doesn't deserve this because well, she lit a monastery? I mean, on fire. Mona also was complicit in the fire of that, right? 
That is true. So, it was both of us. We are equally culpable. It's, just, it's fine. I'm sure, you know, it just reminds me of this one time when <laughs> I had a show and part of that show was, you know, my fire act. And I happened to accidentally trip and light half the stage on fire, but it was fine. The venue was insured and no one died. No one died at your <laughs> monastery, right? So it's fine, right? I don't think anyone's died. I mean, there was a fire. Everyone got out, right? I, uh, well. No one died. You didn't do a murder and you, it's fine. And plus, like, who knows? Maybe the world will end and and you won't have to worry about it. That's the dream. That's the dream, Deli. I'm really hoping for that one. And plus, Um, I mean, they're nuns, right? Yeah. They believe in, in forgiveness. That's what nuns do, right? I mean, these one believes in knowledge, but like. Maybe the knowledge is of fire insurance, so, like... There there you go. They should be smart about insuring their buildings, right? This is a lesson for the future. This is, like, a parable. (laughs) Exactly. That's what a a religious lesson is, This is a tale for your your future kids that you will tell. (laughs) To tell them when they just start setting fires, and you... you, Maybe don't tell them the story, actually. Um, That's not probably a good lesson. No, I don't think I'll tell them this story. Um, Maybe I'll make a song about it. <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, if it hasn't happened, then it's not technically a crime. Exactly. But is it premeditated? No. Mm. I don't want to think about this. Let's get breakfast. Okay. <laughs> so, I, mean, I guess, yeah, we get out of bed. <laughs> okay. So you walk into the kitchen, and your friends are making breakfast, and Mona's got a flower crown next to her on the counter. Aw, breakfast. I'm so excited. No, it was supposed to be a breakfast in bed. You ruined the surprise. Oh, I, I could go back up the stairs. Yes, you're going to have breakfast in bed and you're going to like it, young lady. Oh, well. Okay, well, that was, <laughs> that's not as much heat as I meant to bring. It's fine. It's fine. We'll get you next time. I mean, I could crawl underneath a blanket on the couch. And... No, no. Okay. We'll get you next time. Oh, what? Why okay, is it... initially I was going to say let's have breakfast because I think Mona needs it. But now I'm just like, are you both okay? <laughs> you I'm will great. ruin the day. You ruined this breakfast in bed surprise. No, Holy you shit. don't don't ruin anything. We're not, <laughs> hey, we're not ruined today, folks. We're we're just not. We're not ruined. <laughs> we'll we'll ruin something later. A different day, different thing. Um. <laughs> hey, Mona, what's rue mean? <laughs> like, re- like regret. Yeah, let's not do that. Sounds bad. Um, yeah, let's br- not rue something later. I was mostly joking. Are you okay? Is everything okay? You got this flower crown. <laughs> oh! oh, yeah, Ezra left that for you. He said oh. he's gonna teach you a song later, but he had to go do things. Oh, that's so sweet of him. Uh, and I guess she'll put it on. Um, so okay, yeah. so once you have that on, you get advantage. On charisma checks, all charisma checks for, okay, until it wilts, which is in 1d10 plus two hours. So roll a d10 for me. No. Yes. (laughs) So soon. Eight plus two. Ten hours. Ten hours. That's nothing to sniff at. It is quite early in the morning. How many? So it's, I'll say it's seven. Okay. Um, So that's a majority of the day. That'll take you almost up to the end of the world. Yeah. Basically, yes. Hopefully you don't need it in the two hours before then or whatever. Oh, Three hours. (laughs) Anyway. Mona says, uh, sorry, I've been so, uh, 
kind of snippies this morning, a little aggressive. I hadn't noticed, Mona. I had noticed. <laughs> I, you know, it's just frustrating waking up and see morning and not knowing what season I'm going to be and not being able to change it without the help of a little gizmo that also affects my mood in weird ways. It's just frustrating, so I'm sorry. That does sound frustrating. But I had a dream about the future. So did I. Or actually, no, I had a dream about the past. I had a dream I lit the monastery on fire, which did happen. (laughs) Um, Um, Hopefully it's Nazi future. I can't make any promises. What if we need to do it again? You can make promises, (laughs) and the promise will be I'm not going to light the monastery on fire again. Okay. But Delhi said that they probably have fire insurance. Yeah. Then what if they like benefit from me starting a fire? Exactly. It's like a controlled burn in a forest, except it's a place for, for, for money. money. <laughs> this insurance fraud. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think insurance companies are scum anyway, so it's okay to do insurance fraud. <laughs> uh, well, see, Dream was actually about Ezra. Was he doing insurance fraud? <laughs> I don't think so. He was holding someone at knife point. At knife point? Esther was holding a knife to someone's throat. Then he asked me what I saw, and it was a little concerning. Since my other dreams have come true and been important, I can only assume this is important of the future. Ezra's either in trouble or causing trouble. Oh, he's or- not. No, hold on. He's not causing trouble. He's fine. He's good. He let us stay in his home. I, you can be polite and also hold someone at knife point for untoward reasons. I mean, he probably hold, held someone at knife point as a ver- <laughs> at various times. He, like I, am in the mob. That's what I'm saying. So that he could be causing trouble for the mob. It's not causing trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, it's as, his job. Yeah, what do you want him to it. do? <laughs> uh, you're getting very defensive. I'm just saying. You know, so- you're coming real hot on my friend here. I'm not saying. Z- okay. We'll assume he was forced into a situation where he had to pull, point someone at knife point. But if you willingly work for the mob and the mob asks you to hold mm. someone at knife point, then I still think that you've caused the trouble. Uh, what if when he's you get in back, trouble? When you get back to your fancy books, you should look up something called economic coercion. I- Wait, what? That's a $50 <laughs> word. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying, but... I don't. You know, the <laughs> phrase, when you willingly work for the mob, define willingly. People don't like work for the mob for fun, Mona. Okay. All I'm saying is, that's my friend you're talking about. And okay. maybe you don't know him, but I do. And I think he deserves the benefit of the doubt. I said in trouble first. I just also posited the other possibility. I'm sure he's not in trouble. He's a very capable. You saw him punch all those robots apart with his so fists? So then what do you think the importance of the dream was? Maybe it's a dream about not judging people based on their <laughs> knife habits. <laughs> Which, frankly, I think is maybe a lesson you need. This don't stab the princess. <laughs> Don't kink shame, Mona. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't think you should stab the princeps still. You know, I'll agree to disagree. Well, just think about it. What if you make a martyr of him? You sound like Nevi. <laughs> what? It's a. <laughs> That's my kidnapper oh. you're talking about. Well. <laughs> 
What if you make a martyr of him and then you die and it's pointless? There are better ways to bring about change than killing one man. He's not the whole Sky Ministry. He's not the whole Sky Ministry, but I bet now I could stab quite a few of them <laughs> before they got me. <laughs> oh my god. What if there's like just a second in command who takes over and you're dead and everything is the same except that you're dead? I don't like the vibe that we're creating in this uh in the kitchen today. We could take it to the living room if you wanted us to. I mean, it's just a very dark start to the day, as I think what she's saying. <laughs> we can lighten it up with a with a police heist. Yeah, we could go steal from the pigs. Uh, well, actually, what if we go to a thread store, and then you guys do in a special episode called Drop Stitches, <laughs> um, <laughs> which will be out. At my leisure, I can change this <laughs> at any point with editing magic. And so that's our premium episode that everyone has to pay us $10 to hear. Oh, this is you like when, mail you, it to us. when you don't have the DLC in a game and it's like, <laughs> you could play this quest if you pay us 10 bucks. <laughs> we decided to play now. <laughs> we decided to move to a model of microtransactions for our podcast. <laughs> You're going to have to pay us a hot nickel every time you want to listen to a new episode. It, like, stops in the middle of, like, a sentence. Okay, so you guys go, you get thread. You pick up a uh, a friend. A friend. Who, uh, who has run away, but... I have a thread on my, on my finger now. You have a thread on your finger now. And uh, you have, in your uh, special little side quest, you picked up some fabrics to make new uh, clothes oh. yes. <laughs> for, for ARC 3. Um, or I guess technically for ARC 4, because you need to make them first. Yeah. So, um... That's basically what we did. So now, you're heading to the police station? Yeah. Yeah. This is Dan to Astoria PD. Come in, Astoria PD, and welcome to the Metro. First up, we'd love it if you'd follow us on social media. We like to post announcements and art, and what better way to keep on top of all that than by clicking that follow button. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Last Tapestry and Instagram at the.last.tapestry. We also have a link to our shiny new website there, thelasttapestry.com. It has links to our Discord server along with art and bios, and we know you'll want to see that goodness. We also have exclusive live listens on the Tuesdays of release weeks at 5.30 PST on twitch.tv forward slash thelasttapestry. Want an NPC named after you? Make sure to leave a review on iTunes. We have another reviewer showing up soon, at Cassie Roll on Twitter, showing up as Cassius Blackwood. We don't do a ton of marketing for the show, so word of mouth really helps us out. If you're leaving a review, please make sure to list your pronouns so that your character better reflects you. That's it for our Metro. We'll get back to the show after a word from our fellow actual play, The Eternity Archives. Hi, welcome to the Eternity Archives, an actual play podcast where we take on the role of archivists working for an interdimensional library that catalogs and protects the fabric of reality. As archivists, we are tasked with journeying out into the realms, taking on characteristics of people from that reality, and remedying whatever issues may be causing a disturbance in the dimension. Every arc we'll be playing a different RPG, maybe even returning to systems we like later on, but this is a fun way for us as players and you as listeners to explore and learn about different tabletop systems. We'll discuss the roles, create sheets for our characters, and play a short campaign to get a feel for the game. Afterwards, we'll do a bit of discussion. We'll talk about what we liked and didn't like, and what we'd know to do better next time. 
I'm Kite, and I am playing Real de Drakel, and they are a tiefling nerd. I'm Siva. I am playing Linda, the lovable office lady. And I'm Dorka. My character is Zen, the barbarian lizard princess. Let's get down to some actual playing. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah, let's go, boys. This is the Eternity, Eternity Archives. Archives. It's noon, and Astoria Heights is naturally busy. It is the day of the princeps' visit, and the streets are bedecked in purple, blue, and silver banners and pennants. Outside of Astoria PD, Amaranth is waiting, his arms crossed and his tail twitching nervously. When he finally spots the crew, he hurries over to them and ushers them into an alley next to the station in, in something, I guess, that is uh, actually more suspicious <laughs> than I thought about. But he, he that's what he does, and, and he's just like, I knew you took the horse, but did you have to take everything else on the boat? You took other things on the boat, you guys, didn't you? Did you guys take other things on the boat? I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> there was a ball. No. There was a, there was a, there was a, a there was an orchid. Or, isn't that an orchid? You're, I'm not a flower guy. Is that an orchid? You know, I'm also not a flower guy. Wait, so this is the orchid that I took. Okay. There was also a, a glove. That you're wearing? Yes. Uh, well? You see. I don't know why it's... What is that? Mr. Arcadicate, Atlas, he made a police report. All of his hey. magical items went missing from the boat in his port near the circus. We killed his dream worm, so, like, he I mean, owes he us one. He didn't report the carousel horse, thankfully, and he didn't press charges, even though I'm certain he knows who it was. So just... Then- I mean, he saw you loaded up I'm the disappointed. Horse. I'm disappointed. <laughs> you guys are fine, I guess, technically. Sometimes when you're trying to save the world and you encounter magical items that can help you save the world, you're just like, say, say, use What these. if they were going to someone important who needs those? You don't know what they're going. Okay, but I technically oh, so. needed it at that moment. Uh, that's true. That ball is... It helped us communicate with you. Yeah, so... Um, that ball saved our life. And also, the orchid saved my personal life. Because that worm hit me very hard. <laughs> okay, um, what, what about the fan that makes boats go fast? I don't know of any such thing. What fan? <laughs> I don't know. Amrath, <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> I have the whole report. I know. Roll deception. <laughs> Okay. Oh, but you've got advantage because of the flower crown, right? Oh! Ezra's crime crown. Crime crown. I'll I'll roll on. I'm at a. I'm close to not. Yeah, I'm not rolling on this anymore. I got a one. Ones don't count for NPCs. That's a fifteen plus three. Eighteen. He's just like, well, everything else that went missing. Then I mean, you. mm, Did you need the glove? Honestly, it seems a little like it doesn't work, but... (laughs) It's because you forgot to use it, (laughs) says the DM. (laughs) Yeah, but in fiction. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I bet Clementine could give it a tune-up. Yeah, maybe. Uh, look. Was he using... I don't have a good excuse. Look, don't be (laughs) such a knock about it. 
Amaranth, the world ends today. It's stealing, and you've stolen these things, and they're not just gonna magically manifest back where they were. You've taken them, and now they're gone. What if we <sighs> promised to bring some back? I'm not giving up the no. stuff that I got, you know? No. Um, <laughs> I guess at least you're honest. <laughs> I'm totally honest. Except that <laughs> one minute ago. <laughs> one minute ago when I rolled deception. <laughs> at least you're honest, he says with his one in insight. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Deli's off the hook with the rest of you. <laughs> Look, Amaranth, I don't know why you're so wound around the axle. Who are they going to? Who, who is it who needs these more than we need these to keep Astoria Heights from being destroyed? I don't know. There was just a report for the would-be recipients. I can look into them, but I... <sighs> look in, you know what? Look into them. I will gladly... I'll give up this flower if the person who was receiving it needs it more than I do. Okay, make a note of that, Dan. Look into recipient. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck were these for? Great question. Okay. They're okay. all for a Laura Lockhart who now wants us dead. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, oh, I need my fan that makes boats go. <laughs> my yacht is stranded. <laughs> anyway... We are all here for a reason today. Another crime. I yeah. don't know. You yelled at us about the last one. It's, yeah. Uh, it's not. Mm. Well, you, is it oh. not a crime? It doesn't feel like a crime, okay? Does it not feel like a crime to go through your boss's warded door and steal police files? You're from just him? asking us to keep stealing things, Amaranth. I don't know. You're giving us mixed messages, honestly. Nothing that the cops do is a crime. Oh, that's true. Wait. That's true. They get, you got that badge, so you don't have to worry about it. Does it mean it. that we're cops now, too? Yeah, can you get uh, no, us badges? I I mean, actually, I was thinking about it, because if you get caught, at least it'd be something, but I don't know. I'd rather die than be a I cop. I was about to say, you. I suspect that you would not want to wear a badge or uniform, so. But you get to impersonate a cop. Which is a crime. Which is a crime, And yes. you love crime. It'd be a I don't, cop hold on, I, Mona, I don't love crime. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that a lot of crimes are bullshit. They're just rich people protecting their property. All right. I would absolutely kill one of those uniforms. We could all agree. You'd look really great. And maybe that's the cut we should go with for our costumes. Oh, I don't want anything that could be mistaken from a pig for far away. No! But... The fabric we got is totally It just not. says A-cab in big letters on the back. <laughs> just so you don't. <laughs> just, just in case. It's like wearing a red shirt to Target. <laughs> it's just like you have to make sure it's different enough. <laughs> anyway, I suspect that there are some cases he's covering up. And I want to see what and why. Especially now when he ideally won't remember that I've done so. so it doesn't feel like a crime. That shouldn't be. Why do you suspect him of covering up crimes, then? Or cases, or whatever. I don't know. The Cold Case Division has been having a lot of their case files not go missing, but just kind of dropped. Like, sometimes I'll check the Cold Case Division's files. That's the thing I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes they're mine. I'm in homicide. So sometimes I go and I check, and they're just not there. It's, it's, it's a case that... Admittedly, isn't mine, but I'm looking for it, and it's gone. Okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm making things up over here. What's what's your boss's name? Uh, Head Detective Blackwood, Cassius Blackwood. Is there like a check I can do to know if this is someone who the the Golden Grasp has connections to? Yes, you can roll history 
Or, um, I guess in, just flat intelligence. Roll crime. All the same for me, Roll baby. Roll crime. <laughs> Ooh, 17. Nice. Dope, dope. You would know he's not. Um, he's, in fact, one of the people that Jazz likes to avoid. Huh. Blackwood, huh? Now, here's the funny thing, is he's not in the mob's pocket. There you go! Look at you saying that all these cops are with the mob, but my boss isn't. No, a lot of them are. Okay. <laughs> but if your boss is doing something shady, he's not doing it for the golden grass. Oh, then that goes against me. Who's in, uh... Is there more than one mob in the area? Or is this just like an all golden grass kind of deal? It's mostly us. You know, we got a pretty good... I mean, Jazz is like basically everywhere. He's got a lot of the uh, aristocrats and hmm. the, the governor. He's hanging out with the governor today, in fact. Okay. Well, even if... Blackwood's completely on the level. Well, no, I don't think he's on the level. It seems weird. It seems... W what I was assuming was maybe he was killing things for us. The Golden Grasp. But this is even more strange. It's not just homicide cases. What if he's being framed and to people... <laughs> making people think... That he's shady. I don't the devil's know. got enough advocates, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, hold on. Being framed by who for what? It seems like only paranoid little Amaranth has discovered this particular. Wait, so is Amaranth behind it? Amaranth? No. Are you now? This is going. This is going to blow your mind. What if you have a separate <laughs> sleepwalking personality who is planting the clues for your waking self to find? Oh no. Desimona, do I? What? what? <laughs> why would I? Why would I know? I don't know. You're a wizard. You're a stronger wizard than me. Mona, when you become a wizard, is there like an evil side of you that comes out? <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> Answer the question, Mona. We haven't met Winter yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that, I don't think so. Not in my experience. I've never seen a doppel Mona. But would you know it? You wouldn't see it. It's you, but asleep. And you sleep. Marjorie's just going to be like, actually, we did see a doppelganger of you. But it was in a dream, and you were a baby. And I told you to kill it because <laughs> I said it was a doppelganger. And you said no. And I was like, forget I said that thing about killing your child self. And you said you never would. But then you didn't bring it up right now whenever he said that you had a doppelganger. Oh, she's coming up for the doppelganger. <laughs> it tied a string around my finger. In the dream? Yeah, and I still have it. Hmm. I don't think that makes this an evil doppelganger. Okay, well, either way. Do you think you'd die if you untied it? No. Like that like that <laughs> open legend about the woman with the... With the, the green ribbon around her neck? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, but if we're following that logic, this her finger would fall off. <laughs> yeah, but she needs that for magic. That's her most magical finger. <laughs> Which finger is MMF. it? MMF. Which finger is it? My right ring finger. There you go. That's where all the magic stored. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. <laughs> all right, let's just get down to brass tacks here. You want, there's a sealed door, right? A warded door. Yeah, there's a warded door. It's through the, de the department where all the detectives are. Um, but as a warning, his office is not far from the chief and deputy chief's offices. They share a wall. Mm. So we have to be really quiet. Hmm. And this Marjorie's like, okay, I'm not gonna go with you guys, cause the last time I tried to sneak, I lit a place on fire. 
You could light this building on you fire. You could light this building no, on fire. No, 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 no. Don't uh. light this building on fire. Well, what about just the outside? Wouldn't that solve a lot of your problems? No, there's so many files in here that I need. They'll be back. Oh, you're worried about the files? <laughs> yes. That's not what I'm he's worried not about worried about his co-workers. They're with the mob, so they're basically <laughs> dead to him already. <laughs> what are criminals? Really? They're not people. Jesus. Okay, um, we won't... Well, hold on, what's this building made out of? Brick. It's brick, so like, if we start a little bit of a fire... No, can't we just sneak, please? You don't want a distraction? It'd be like a wood oven. <laughs> I cook, the, cook that bacon pork. up in the <laughs> Okay, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Marjorie, you can stay out here. Um, keep it. Chill? Keep an eye out. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll keep an eye out. I'm like a getaway driver that doesn't have a car. <laughs> Mona, summon a car. <laughs> I cast fine vehicle. <laughs> Stand out here for another ten minutes. <laughs> what kind of vehicle is it? It's like an old tiny car. Yeah, yeah, but like. Celestial? Faye? Oh. Um. <laughs> Faye. Aw, it's, it's a Faye car. You don't want a devil car? No. Clown car. <laughs> um, the three options. Faye, clown, or devil. <laughs> clown is my new religion. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. So I had an insane idea for a distraction. Yes. Hit, yeah, hit me with it. Okay. Okay. I might just be getting a little silly. We're only an hour in. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What if I sent Bustle through the front, and he had a note tied to him, saying that there was a bomb in the building? <laughs> you want to call in a bomb threat on the cop? Oh my god! So they'd have to evacuate, right? Yeah, but then they'd send in like the professionals, like the bomb squad. Isn't that no. where the bomb squad lives? Is the bomb squad easy to fight? Do you know them personally? <laughs> I don't actually know if the bomb squad is a division that stays in the police department. You gotta ask me these things about cops. I don't fucking... I got one map. Hold on. Okay, how about, you know, maybe not cause a big distraction. I think it'd be better if they just never noticed if we were in or out. I think that would just cause more suspicion. If there was like a threat called. Okay, it's just a thought. Good thought though. I like I like I like the spirit of it. <laughs> Thank you. That could be a backup. Yeah, that'll be our backup is we'll call in a bomb threat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna sneak in then? Um, well <clears throat> I mean I could just walk in. Um but I have disguise self, but that's just myself. I mean that's still good. That's one less uh, suspicious individual. I don't have... I'm not... Um, all my spells are very straightforward. <laughs> and we'll... we'll uh, you know, if things go bad, I got y'all's back. What if we pretend we've, like, arrested Elijah? No. Okay. <laughs> what if we pretend we arrested Mona? <laughs> then how are we gonna get her out of detention. Detention's on the other side of the building. Oh, well, I don't know the map of this building. Do you do you got a map on your person? Uh, I, I could I could draw one while we're waiting for Mona to summon her vehicle. Yeah, let's go ahead and see that. What's uh near Blackwood's office? Okay, he draws you up a map. 
The police station is essentially a big old rectangle where in the upper left corner is the chief, the deputy chief, and admin. And below that, there are the detectives. And then the upper right corner is detention and prisoner processing, the patrolmen and such. The lower left corner is the essentially like the meeting rooms and the lobby and the main entrance. And the lower right corner is like dispatch records, evidence processing, that kind of thing. Okay, so it's basically in quadrants. Yes, they are in perfect little quadrants. I don't suppose there's uh, windows in there. Uh, there is a, a window into the uh, head detective's office, yes. Oh. So, once we're inside of his office, what are we looking for after that? Well, we're looking for anything. We go missives, uh, case files, things like that. But I can only assume if the door is warded, probably the window is too. I just never looked at his window. Mm. It's in the alley. It's all like on one level, right? Same alley we're in, right? Yeah, there is like a part of the alley further down that's got like a little courtyard. Uh, okay. I can dispel a ward. That's good. I can't, um, but I was hoping you could. So if you can dispel a ward, maybe we can go in through the window? It's worth a shot. Sounds pretty easy, yeah. Almost too easy, but I guess we'll find out. Okay, so you are going to the little courtyard? Wait, with- how- how do we know that he's not in his office currently? It's not written down explicitly, so I'm going to roll history, I guess. Two. Okay, this is in dice jail. Um, <laughs> he's just like, I have no idea if he's in today. Okay. All right. Ooh, what if you use your ball? Oh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what ball? It begins. <laughs> oh, I mean, what if you use your own ball you brought from home? Yeah. And have okay. always owned your family heirloom. <laughs> You already said you used it and it was useful to you. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't what's his face's ball. Okay. Mm. It's a family element, Matthew. <laughs> okay, for scrying, I would need. What if Amaranth used it? Uh, I guess he does know him. The target, which would be the head detective Blackwood, would mm-hmm. make a wisdom saving throw, which is modified by how well Amaranth would know the target. And if it's first-hand knowledge, it would be plus zero. Um, if you know him well, it'd be negative five to that role. And then the next one would be a, a likeness or picture. His picture of his boss, he always keeps in his wallet because he's such a dork. A possession or garment. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I keep picture of all the top brass in my wallet. <laughs> Or a body part. <laughs> oh my god. Blackwood's ear that I also keep in my wallet. <laughs> um, so it's either a negative five or uh, a zero. Or two, and the uh, negative five is if he knows him well. Yes. I don't think he knows him. I don't think Amaranth knows anyone well. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> so it's a couple of levels. So maybe he'll actually be good at this, but maybe not. You know, with the way I've been rolling today, probably not. Use the duck dice. <laughs> or the this, big is also, this is more duck. <laughs> the big one. <laughs> this is just all duck all the time today. And I'm tempted to go get a different set. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, it's a 17 plus 6. So that is 23. Ah. Actually, no. Sorry. Minus... Oh, no, not much. No, yeah, it's no modifier. 
You can't you get it's it's not no signal, but it's uh it's a, it's just kind of stays blurry. It's just like uh, try again later, like an eight ball, <laughs> like an eight ball. <laughs> Dally takes it from uh, Aaron's hand and just starts shaking it. <laughs> like it normally works. I don't know. Oh, you shouldn't have left Amaranth hold it. Hey, come on, he tried. <laughs> That's rude. Okay, well, I mean. Maybe you and I can go through the front and make sure no one goes into his office. Okay. While they break in through the windows, does that sound good? That sounds great. And if we see him in there, we'll just leave. Can you, can you communicate through the ball? Am I crazy? Yes, but uh, let me double check uh, what kind of communication is. Cause it's telepathy, right? Yes, With you can communicate telepathically, and, but you can also use suggestion on it. Okay, I'm just. I just mean so that you could let your friends know. Yeah, so I could probably scry on my friends and talk to them. Yeah, and let them know if he's in the office or not. Yeah, it'd kind of be like a sending stone. Kind of, yeah. Great. Yeah, we could do that. We should probably invest in some sending stones. I mean, this is cool, but also not very discreet. <laughs> just a I'm- cop suddenly pulls a scrying ball. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a sending stone, but the person on the other end is Jazz. Yeah, um, we don't want to call him. I could call him if you wanted me to. He's busy, but... You're like, how is the governor? <laughs> I could ask. What's he smell like? I'm not going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> Mona, are you sure you're okay? Mona, did you hit your head yesterday? <laughs> I went down a couple times. I didn't see what happened to you. Did you eat any of that jelly? Did you no. eat the jelly? No. No we one should, put that in their mouth, right? We should have eaten the jelly. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. I'm glad you didn't. What? You, Mona's a stronger wizard than you. Do you think we should have eaten the jelly? No. <laughs> oh. Marjorie, you're close to God. Do you think we should have eaten the jelly? Uh, No comment. No comment. God says yes. No. Oh. All right. I'm fine. close to God and a wizard. Okay. You're close to a wizard? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're so funny. <laughs> what was it? Are you sure you two can work together? <laughs> Do we need well, to split you up? We're fine. We're fine. We're just gonna, we're gonna break a window. Yeah, we could do that together. Okay. I'll show. I've broken a lot of windows. I can show you the right window breaking technique. Okay, be very careful about breaking that window, though, because that's right next to the deputy chief's office. If he hears us, Chief Alpharo is not far away from him. It's fine, Amaranth. I've what part of I've broken lots of windows is a problem. <laughs> I, I well, a lot everything about that sentence, but but the chief maybe he's. Very perceptive. Hey, Amaranth, have you ever talked to anyone about your concerns about everyone? What do you mean? Like, I don't know, someone else. Do you have any other friends at work, or? Um, I I talked to Clementine last night about it. But she doesn't work here. Oh, no. Okay. I think think he doesn't have any friends at work. That's fine. That's not... That's good, right? I mean, that's fine. The... They're cops. They're cops. You don't want to be friends with them. Um, that also seems kind of lonely. Okay, are we going to do this heist or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep judging my personal life. No one's judging. We're we just saying it. how sad it is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Mona. <laughs> um, he 
kind of just like puts her hand on Mona's shoulder like she's right. <laughs> just silent support. <laughs> wow. All right. You guys go. Uh, I guess let us know if you like see him go in or hear him already in there. Um, we're going to go look at this window situation. So the deal is that uh, first... Amaranth and Delia are going to go through the front, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're you're doing disguise self? Yeah. What does your disguise look like? I guess it could be like someone Amaranth's showing around, like first day on the job or something, or it could be like a, a little shadow, like like a kid <laughs> shadowing. Oh, oh yeah, like whenever they would go for God, what is that shit? I didn't realize how copaganda that was. Whenever they ride along. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Just a teen on a ride along. With a homicide detective. <laughs> He's gonna show a teenager a dead body. <laughs> you wanna see a picture of a dead body? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could do that instead of like a, a co- another cop, because I feel like that would be that sus- could be seen. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're a, you're a teen, um, just yeah. just like you just got yeah. off school to go yeah. on a ride along. Yeah. Um, and presumably you've talked this over with Amaranth, this plot of yours. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, so, I, I think I would have asked, like, okay, I could knock someone out. No, 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 no. Let's not. Okay. Well, then who else can go inside a cop building with, besides cops? And then I, like, see a school bus right back. <laughs> and then she's like, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Kids are, no one ever suspects kids. I suspect kids. What is wrong with you, Amaranth? <laughs> Okay, well, but sure, I guess you're right. No one suspects a kid. Okay. So you could be a kid. Uh, I'm showing you around the department. Sure. That sounds great. Every time Amaranth gets to a crime scene, he's just like, where's the nearest fucking child? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's oh just like, God. there's like a gawker over like, like at the edge of the crime scene, like licking an ice cream <laughs> and they make eyes and you just like, that shit gets weirdly tense. It's like, reaches for his gun. What's worse than a murderer? Oh my god. <laughs> a child. <laughs> okay. So um so he's just like, okay, we can pretend you are uh, you're you're interested in in journalism or something. Sure. We we've brought journalism kids in here before. Right? Yeah. I, I think she would already like be the kid, be like, sure, mister. <laughs> I dislike this. What's wrong? <laughs> I can't keep it up. <laughs> Just, just come on. And, okay. And he leads you through the lobby doors into the um, the main entrance. And um, there is a lady sitting behind the desk, the same one that had talked to Elijah and the dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she sees you both come in. And she's just like, oh, Detective um, Amaranth. Uh, and then she pauses and looks at you. And it's just like, oh, well, hello there. What's your name? My name is uh, Delilah, and I'm here to follow Mr. Amaranth around, because he's a cool cop guy. Amaranth's just sweating this whole time, <laughs> and he's like, he's got this very tight smile, and he's slowly nuts. <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm uh, gonna show her around. She's shadowing me, um, going into journalism yeah i'm so excited to start my journalism course at my new middle school and i reached out to mr amaranth here and he said that 
he wanted to show me around the cop thing so <laughs> I could learn about how crime doesn't work and not work. I'm here to learn. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that just cute? Well, I hope you have a good day today, Delilah. Thank you, miss. Uh, miss. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Oh, what's your name? <laughs> I have to think of everything else. <laughs> just the booming, how dare you? <laughs> like, I just want to hear your name. <laughs> Hold on. The woman fucking storms off. <laughs> <laughs> she just gets this cold expression in her eyes. Hold on. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm Patricia. Thank you, Miss Patricia. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> do you want it? Do you want a pencil? Do you want a pen? <gasps> yes. She... You didn't say there was gonna be free stuff, Mister Amaranth. Um, you know, surprise. <laughs> and she and she gives you, uh, I guess, a branded pen for a story. Amazing. Okay. So that's a thing you can add to your inventory. Is this um, a good pen or one of those really shitty ones that doesn't work well? I imagine, like, <laughs> I imagine there's not a lot of mass-producing pens that happens this far back, so it's just one of those really nice ones. Ooh, score. Dang. It's a really nice Keep pen. Keep that for signing autographs. <laughs> Scratch off the beauty. Yeah, like uh, with a little razor. <laughs> <clears throat> and Amaranth leads you down the hall past the lobby. So he leads you down the hallway, and there is a heavy door that leads further down, kind of where it seems as though he was directing that the that the um, head detective's office was. And the heavy door, it does have like a little plaque next to it that says detectives and admin and uh, patrol sergeant and things like that. So um, he like looks around. Before he opens the door to make sure no one is there. I see that's an eight. Good to know. Jesus, it's <laughs> rough for him today. He is having a fucking rough one. Too anxious. He's got performance anxiety. Oh, he needs to take a bath. Have some tea. Where's Aww. his fucking... He needs to go to a spa. We need a spa in the stellar plane. Investigation. Okay, so at least that's 14. That's not horrible. And no one's sneaking around the police station except you two. So uh, he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't see anyone. So he opens the door to the second half of the building and goes to the right to a wooden door that says um, detectives on it. And he's just like, OK, so um, what do we do if the head detective is in the office? I don't think we discussed that. I we have to distract him, don't we? I guess so. Like. We have to, like, stop him from, like, I don't know, going, maybe you need something from him, or... Oh, 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 me, I'm distracting him. Ah. Uh, okay. This was my plan. Maybe I can interview him. <laughs> it's like a reverse interrogation. <laughs> yes, And yes, I, yes. as a child, will interview this old man. <laughs> yes. I, I like it, actually. Oh, I, no, because I Yaka hates this idea. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Okay, so we go into... Yes. Uh, <laughs> interview this old man. 
We're going oh, no. to go into the detective's apartment. And I will leave this up to a D4, where a 1 means it's uh, it's pretty empty in here and pretty easy to get through. A 2 means that there are a couple of detectives in here. A 3 means that there is a major detective in here. And a 4 means that there is both a major and a head detective in here. We're going to Wait, leave it in, inside of their offices or just in the area? In the area. Okay. They could, if not, we can just say blessedly they are in admin, admin or they are in... Evidence processing? I don't know. <laughs> They're doing something else. Two. Okay. There's a lot of detectives in here. But not the ones we need. But not the scary ones. Okay. So you guys enter and a couple of other detectives like see you and just nod their heads. <laughs> and um, they go back to work. And, uh, and you guys both walk up to the head detective's door. And it's closed. I mean, from what you guys can tell, it seems to be empty in there because there is like a little window on the door mm. looking into it and there's no one in. Okay, so maybe he's not in today. We could go... Well, like... he's somewhere today. Okay. They, they're usually around, but... But at least we could give Mona and Elijah the all clear. That's true. Uh, So I guess... Is there anywhere like covert like they can... Hide behind him, pull this crystal ball out. Oh, well, Amaranth has his own. Yeah, he'll take you into his office. Okay, I we guess we do that. How far away is his office from the from the window, or from the detective's office? Yeah, it's not too far. Okay, it's, it's like across the way. All right, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Hey guys, it looks like the coast is clear for now, but we'll hang outside just in case he shows up. Great. Uh, yeah, give us a heads up if you see him coming. Alright, Mona, let's break a window. LGBTQIA Actual Play Podcast Network.